Hello and welcome to another episode of Where's the Fire podcast today. We're talking about Rainbow Six and we're talking about Call of Duty and what I want to talk about with Rainbow Six is that the game is great, tactical team-based shooter. It is something special. It's been around as long as I can remember. I was playing Terrorist Hunt when I was a little kid. Not like a little kid, but like a teen teenager. I was playing Terrorist Hunt. You know, I got what uh, Delta or whatever. Just I, f- I forget what they're called. Like after you, like the, they were prestigious basically. But and it just, you know, this Teddy conflict event. I feel like it's like half bait, half. Uh, some uh, weird fantasy like it, it, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like there's like good intention behind this it just seems like a very toxic uh, volatile forceful response to what people believe is a right wing behavior or you know some pol- pol- political culture word insert here you know it seems very out of place for rainbow six it seems intentional because like let's just tear the meat and you know let's just tear the meat off and just say what it is it's a it's a mature rating 17 and up a game and the teddy conflict is a child oriented theme event for and like you know the the gay community can can take whatever they want and say whatever's theirs but at the end of the day these are very childish themes that are intended to cater to children and when you put that in a mature rating game it seems at least for me it looks like there is a very toxic, uh, you know, very weird, like, identity behind that, where it's like, it's not about anything, it just seems like they're trying to attack the player base, they're trying to attack what they, what they would, what I think they would call, um, a, a difference of belief, and it, it seems very, very wrong because this game, like, like you know, it, it just, it looks like it's for little children. And the game is for 17 and up, you know? It looks like it's for a child that doesn't know any better. Like, there's, uh, they got a buck right here he freaking in a polka dot sweater with a a reindeer um hat and he just he's just you know frolicking everywhere and it just seems very playful very for little children and it just seems so fucking stupid and out of place I just don't understand, like, it's like they're trying to get people to say 
these trigger words like uh, gay or something and and they're trying to turn it into a a a negative connotation so they can play the victim and you know it, it just seems like that like it doesn't seem like this is for anyone but maybe a small vocal minority of people and there are so many of those in the world why should we cater to one you know it it just it just you know i just don't know what to really say about this event because it just like it's it's looks like it's for little children dude and this game is not for fucking kids like this dude has a teddy bear oriented outfit and he's and he's holding a teddy bear like dude what Uh, it just he has a there's a rainbow on it it just it seems that these very child themed designs are being put in for adults and it just it seems weird and out of place and I just it just feels wrong in some way like this why would adults want child themed like like very very child child childish things like it just reminds me of like the bronies like I never understood why grown men would want to watch my little pony when it's constructed, designed, and planned to be viewed for children, you know, as entertainment, you know, you know, so they don't go watch something crazy. It, it's just, it just seems like they're just catering to like this weird fucking, I don't know what the fuck, like, this game should be whatever they want it to be. I'm not fucking sitting here trying to say that, but when the child theme is the event and the game is maturating for 17 and up, it just throws me off. Like, who is this catering to unless it's a fucking weirdo? Like... I don't know, man, you know, but that's all I really want to say about that. I don't really like the event, the game mode, you know, regardless of the theme, if it was good, I would say it's good. It's not good. It's fucking terrible. You know, the whole thing just seems like a slap in the face, you know, so what the fuck? But on to the gameplay of the actual game the game is great they have a new map called emerald uh, hills or something and you know it, it just it's the game isn't like before they have more gadgets they have more operators you know they they just have more stuff <clears throat> and, and like I remember in Vegas too where it was just like you had the snake to go under the um, the door you could look through the keyhole you had um, flashbangs or grenades or molotovs I think 
Molotovs, I don't remember. And, you know, you just had these guns and just, like, little things like that. And you, you, you could grapple and shit. But now it's, like, one person has a div- device that slows you down. The uh, the other person can um, sh- sh- shoot these, like, plunger-like things and just destroy a window. There's a cup- couple people with <coughs> uh, the, the welcome mats and... All kinds of shit, and you know it's very, very clever, very, very thought out. Like everything is to a T. You know, a tactical shooter is a game at its core. I recommend because it's just a great game in general. You know, and I was able to get the the Leon Kennedy skin, and yeah, you know, and see like. Regardless of your opinion on stuff, you should be able to support things that you want. And, you know, again, I'm not trying to say that, you know, what I'm trying to say. My my main thing is the ratings and stuff. But going back to the game, it's just like when you're an attacker and, you know, I, I feel like you always have a drone the main thing is the drone and very helpful and i feel like the cameras are well placed for the defenders now i i wish the my character that i use the warden would have a better ability cuz his ability is some is a pair of glasses that is also a prototype and it just in, in this background music, it sounds like it's Christmas all the time. But the whole like the 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 warden is a good character, but I just don't think his glasses his glasses should be prototype. I feel like they they should be state of the art, and I don't think they should be able to see through walls. But I feel like if they get close enough to him. It should ping where they're at. Like, not like if they're like under or above them, but if they're on the right or the left of them, I feel like it should like be like a high alert type of thing, you know? But I don't know. And I like Kelly. Kelly's good. The sniper's good. Like I said earlier, the plunger that... I, I, I call it a plunger, I don't care. You just sh- shoot this, like, thing. And <clears throat> it's like a stick, I swear. You just It just, like, breaks open a wall or, like, a door. I mean, a window, what am I saying? And, you know, the sniper, I'm okay with it. I'm good with it, you know, for the m- most part. I haven't really been able to one-shot someone yet, you know, without missing a shot or two so i'm getting there but i mainly i mainly use warden and lion for the most part and lion is really good i feel like his eod is really helpful it's not too op either (coughs) i don't know because they give you time to not move 
but if you don't know about it, this like kind of gives you away, and then like there's <clears throat> there's another g uh, girl that will be able to hack your uh, phone, and then she'll be able to um, distract you. It's happened to me a couple times where I'll be trying to set set up a pinch, and they call me, and they can hear the call. And I have to turn it off, and it just ruins everything because I'm distracted, and then I get killed. And, and, and you know, there's so many situations like that where you gotta like uh, prepare, like like you gotta th 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 think of a situation in your head already, and create a scenario around that situation in your head, and hopefully you're correct. You know, that's how I really. Uh, feel when I'm when I'm in a, a Rainbow Six match. Like as soon as I spawn in, I, I like I, I like go towards like an area around the objective, and then I just create around that. And if not, then I go to a like if I'm trying to to hit them on a, a pinch or a rotation, then I like I go to a, a different floor, and then I. I detonate a hole in the in the f uh, flooring, and then I try and anticipate a rotation that way, or a, a push from a rapple or something. You know, I try and do something. And nor normally with w Warden, I'm never really in this situation where I have to turn on my glasses, but I, I normally have them on just in case. And when they toss flashes I'm normally not around because I'm normally um, in another position away from the bomb but that's not always the case though so yeah the game has been good you know um, I've been having a lot of clutches a lot of different kinds of clutches and I'm, I usually have in other uh, games I I did a of a, 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 what is it a a four or a five v one once I like, but they just kept pushing into me, and the only reason I got the last kill was because he was di di diagonal of him, so my sh shot hit him as well, and that f that was kind of lucky. So, you know, that was cool, but you know that guy just so happened to be in the same angle as him at the perfect time, and he, he died too. So. I wish I would have recorded that, and, um, I did record my last clutch, so it was, um, it was a 1v5, but <clears throat> one of the, the guys killed his teammate, so it was basically a 1v4, because he, that, he killed his own teammate, but yeah, I took out the guy on stairs, took out the guy on the bomb, and then, he went down and his teammate tried to revive him but I caught him and he went back and then I, I killed him and then I killed his teammate and then I def defused the bomb and well yeah well uh, stopped the defuser or whatever it's called on this game so um you know the cool thing about this game uh, Rainbow it's just like you don't have to be one player like you don't have to be a killer 
you know, you, you, you know, you can be a guy that gets no kills as long as you're a reconnaissance or support. And it really comes in handy when people understand that the game is a team, a team-based shooter, and they try and help the team rather than just go on a raffle. You know, and sometimes that's not the worst thing to do. Is just go on a, a raffle, hit a window, and just fucking go for it. You know, it's not always the worst thing. You know, but. It's always good when you see people using their drones, you know, waiting for EODs, popping smokes, doing uh, pings, you know, talking on the mic, you know, that stuff is like different, you know what I mean? Like, for, yeah. about everything DMZ has been fucking nuts I'm starting there I'm a big DMZ guy yeah I know fucking boomer warfare I get it but freaking it's been nuts man so you get the wide open map of El Masra like in Warzone but it's like extraction mode it's fucking nuts so like <clears throat> you know you'll be Right outside of El Mazra City, and there's these hut towns around it, and um, they'll spawn you in a, a warehouse, right? Just 20 miles to the left of you, another squad. 20 miles to the right of you, another squad. And all around you is fucking overpowered fucking AI bots that are just fucking one shot, like. Not one shot in you, but they are shooting you from long range with shitty guns. And the fucking, um, what's that fucking shotgun call? I don't know, but it's a buckshot. That thing is fucking crazy on that, dude. I don't know how many times a fucking guy with a shotgun just peeks his fucking head at a doorway and just da da doom and I'm down, down, and the thing about that game is, like, if you die in that game, you don't have any revives, you lose everything, everything, every fucking thing, you know, it it is fucking crazy, so, you know, I've been playing it a lot, I got, uh, like, over 400 extractions, I've done all of, like, as much as you can do, I've done it, and then it got all got wiped and so I gotta do it again and so I've been slacking a little bit but I'm on like tier 2 of like everything I'm about to be on tier 3 of White Lotus and I'm about to do Untraceable which means I'll be able to um, unlock Black Lotus after that and I've just been slacking because I just got really tired of it I kind of got burnt out but at the same time like like I told you earlier, the game has become more of, um, it's become 
more of a TDM where you know there's two squads to the left and the right of you so you just sit there and you either wait for them or you you go to them or you go forward and you run into them eventually you know so like the main thing people like to do is go straight for the UAV or fucking get a, a hunt contract because a hunt contract goes off of people who are who are uh, going after squads or doing high contract values and so like if you do a lot of contracts like <clears throat> and you do really well and you got a good team like the fucking the hunt squad will just fucking target you or like if you or like if you just got done killing a squad like and, and somebody pops up a hunt squad the 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 radio transmitter will be like there was um there was a squad that killed another squad or something like that a couple kilometers this way or something like that and and it's just crazy so you know dmz for the most part is a good time but it's also nuts and and then it gets really bad because you're, you're trying to do contracts and you're trying to get shit done and there's just people who are literally there to grief other players and that is ma- majority of the fucking lobby in- anymore, you know? It is very rare you, f- you find a squad of people who are there for contracts and t- t- today I, I ran into a squad and I-, I thought they were bots and I just straight up was like, hey, I thought y'all were bots, just revive me, you can have my fucking sniper, and I fucking, I need to go do this contract, and they just said, oh, okay, and, re- and revive me, and see, that, that happens sometimes, but for the most part, I just get killed from, like, some random ass dude, and, you know, um, there's times where, like, I'll be in Turok Village, and people can hear me b- battling the bots, and so they'll come around and I'm in a corner or if I, or I'm, you know, I'm in a good sniper angle and I kill him. And then, you know, cause that's what happened today. I was in Tarak. I got the kill on the guy who was, who was hunt, hunting me. And the guy that was rotating on him pushed too far into the building. I got my reload off and when he came back, I put him down. And then there was two more people there. And I heard one of them on the VC. And so I go to the, the shop to, to sell their tags. Because I stole all their shit. And, <clears throat> you know, that dude starts lighting me up at the fucking... At the shop. And then I see his homie on the left. And I barely saw him. I did. I barely saw him. And so I light him up a little bit, right? And then I pull out my SMG, and then I take out his shield because he re-peaked on the left side. And then this dude runs off because the bots are shooting at him on the roof. And it's just this whole fucking, this whole mess where like I'm like in Turok trying to open a door to get some items. And I'm like literally battling the bots while at the same time dealing with four operators. And then I have to turn around and run into the palm trees and jump into the water and fucking 
escape and it's fucking nuts. Like, it's just fucking nuts. Like, I mean, you know, that was a good time for the most part. But before that, like, I just kept dying to people hunting me and hunting me and hunting me. And it's just annoying. Like, there was one time where I just let them fucking kill me because... I'm just doing contracts, and I just don't fucking care, like, I just don't care to set up and do all this shit, and these guys are, like, fucking try-harding and saying dumbass shit, and I'm just, like, fucking dumb, like, just fucking here, take the fucking shit, I got plenty more here, take it, I'll fucking get more, and because, like, like, you you know, the whole thing about Almadra is that you go in, you get out, you know, it's extraction mode. You're not supposed to be there for a long f- fucking time. And there's a couple of tricks that some people don't know. Like the wine bottles are the wine bottles are always at um, um, the Yum Yum Bur- Burger Shack locations, which um, one is in El Majra, I think two are in El Majra, one's at the airport, there's another one in Syed, and yeah, it's just fucking crazy, then, um, there's a couple, like, you know, I usually go to El Bagra, and I go in the back on the rope, where the bus is, and there is one, two, three, four, five, five, uh, cases there, just on that, um, that path that, 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 that rope takes you on, and then, and then you go to the right, there's a hole that takes you inside the castle in Albagra, and then, you know, you go from there and you, you learn, you learn shit, but, you know, I like doing stuff like that, you know, and then, um, for the most part, people, when people spawn into a a POI, a a place of interest, um, (coughs) they, um, they never stay in that area and do all the contracts, do the missiles, and, you know, take the stronghold, you know, do all that, they just leave the area, get a, a fucking, a, um, you know, a car, or, or a boat, or whatever, and then they, they go off, you know, and, you know, a lot of people separate from their teams, and they don't help anyone, and it's, it's, it's a, it's very bad with the randoms, to be honest, but, you know, when you get a good squad, it's not bad, you know, and there's been, you know, for the most part, there's been some times where, like, you know, like, uh, earlier today, I think, I think it was earlier today or yesterday, I was in a, I think it was earlier today, I was in a random squad with these two randoms, right, and my one random goes down, so I'm watching him, and I'm watching his dead body, hoping that this guy peeks, right? Guy don't peek, because I, I, I spotted him after he killed him, right? And so, my other teammate comes up. 
And this dude looks like a fucking bot, right? He's just out in the open. He's he's just like he has a scope it like game dim. He's just not doing the right thing, right? So I see him peek a little bit and just light him up, right? So like I, I literally toss a flash and a grenade that way. I go around from the house and I'm on the outside path. And they're just talking shit and being fucking pissed. And I get to the top floor of the other house. And I'm like side by side of the, this guy. And I haven't talked the whole fucking time, right? And so I just started talking, right? And then the, the, this dude went from being like, ha 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 to like, I'm a fucking, I'm just a, um, a solo player that that will shoot at anything in front of me <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> so when he said that i was like look dude you and me can sit here on the second floor of these houses for 20 minutes and do nothing or we can team up and i sent him an invite He's like, oh, okay, fine. And they're like, oh, now he wants to team up. Now, because they got they got beat the fuck up. It was the fuck. It was the funniest shit. It made me laugh so hard. So like, there is good moments in DMZ, but it's just when you you get the the people who are griefing. It's just it. They're so close to you. It just feels like not a DMZ experience like I feel like we spawn way too too far outside I feel like there's not enough spawns in hydroelectric there's no spawns in the pass there's no spawns hardly ever at the airport anymore there's no spawns at uh, the observatory there's only spawns near Rohan, El Madre City, Hafid Port, and, and like in between El Bagra and Serif Bay. There's really not a lot to do when these are like the only spawns. Like you barely go to the police academy anymore either. And so I'm hoping with this next season update, with the, with all the stuff that's coming to DMZ that I heard from uh, Mr. Dalek JD, and I I really hope that it's gonna like be more for the objective, and and the the, the spawn points are gonna be more spread out, because I don't mind running into enemies, you know, real ones. I don't mind that. But I really fucking hate that they spawn so fucking close to me. When I'm literally playing this game mode to explore POIs and complete contracts. And the the game developers decide to put a wall in between that on purpose. You know, it's like they're testing stuff. And I get it's a beta, but fuck that. Like... It's so obvious to make it more about exploring, you know, people can't explore, you know, like, they should have made this game mode harder a year later when people understood and explored and there was YouTube videos and there wasn't just, like, complaining and shit about how 
the AI went from fucking normal people level to fucking titans of the new age and starts fucking absolutely pissing on everyone. It's just like, I just fucking, you know, the, the game modes needs a tuning. You know, that's all I'm saying. So, with a multiplayer, I like Himmelmat Expo. I think the game map is really good. Um, I like the middle st- stairs that go down to a th- uh, auditorium that l- leads to a, t- a ticket booth through an elevator shaft and you know it's just like this whole thing you know and then when you go outside there's a whole other like two buildings out there two three buildings and there's a a second floor building in the mid and it's just dope you know you, you can like get some kills up there and then you just hop in the pool in the middle it's fucking dumb it's hilarious you know, yeah, so, I, I like the new map, you know, I, the guns, um, you know, the guns are good, I've been, I got a couple guns, I mean, for the most part, the battle pass was good, really quick, easy, um, I played a little bit of ranked, ranked was fun, I gotta get to gold, I really haven't been playing it, but, when I get on, I know all the call-outs, I know how to play, so it's like, an, you know, it's like a whatever thing. And, I, and you know, I'm just trying to in, in draw myself anyway, so it's like, you know, when you gotta deal with cheaters and just shitty maps, it's like, eh, I'll do that when I want to, but... Um, I've been getting these bundles, and, I, you know, my... F- favorite one is the executive warfighter 2 with the suits and the the brief case blueprint for the pdsw and the pdw whatever you want to call it yeah it, here oh, I'm, I'm looking at this right now so These, I got a couple of these bundles when you look at them. I got, I got all the Warfighter bundles because that's my my thing. So, <clears throat> you know, I got um, Blissful Ignorance SPX. Really good gun. It has NFTech Locust Scope. It got a a Cronin Grift Wrap, it got an upgraded bolt action, and it's tuned, it's really nice, G- good shit, I, I like this one a lot, and I also was able to get the Shredder Pack, which, um, I think they really did they over they went like above and beyond for like the KV broadside build that thing is a beast the Saki build I mean I feel like <clears throat> I feel like uh, like anyone could have made this up but for them to put like a laser with a stock 
on this fucking hemlock and it not be that bad is like really good the barrel shortens it i think that what really benefits everything and makes it come together and it, it's just really cool so yeah that uh i just got fractal abyss and really big on the spx this is a quick scope sniper with the forge tech delta in the executor 80 barrel that together with the grip and the stock will just fucking go so you know there's a lot of good uh guns a lot of these don't aren't pro tuned anymore for a while on season one every single uh bundle had pro uh blueprints of some kind either it be all of them or one of them and now i think they've they've gotten the idea that people want guns that they can tune and do what they want to so you've been seeing a whole category of all of these bundles coming together that are really nice they, they look really good they have a good uh theme but they're not pro tuned so people can take them replace parts and do what they want with them and tune tune the attachments how they want and so it's more of like a give and a take thing that they're doing that's how i that's how i look at it <clears throat> and so you know after executive war fighter 2 they came out with black book recently and i got that one the midnight special vel 46 is really good i really really enjoy the the tiger grip on this one it really holds this gun's recoil in place and the stock holds the gun when it you know it's the same thing it's just a really good combination so i mean i don't really like the 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 optics i don't really like optics on the smgs but it's, it's not bad and um, this one I really like. It's off the record. It's a cast off. It's an AK uh, build, and it has um, well, it has a Cronin OP44 muzzle standard, you know, standard muzzle, nothing crazy. But the Marquee R7 stock, I know this because I used I used to use this on my Vaznep uh, a lot, so I know how good that attachment is. And I like this holographic scope on on this AK, particularly the five or the five four five. I think that scope works really well with this gun. So you know, for the m most part, I, it's just a favorite of mine. You know, I, I'm not getting every single one, but I I, I have got all those. And you know. Um, I got Overgrown 2. I didn't get Overgrown 1. I didn't feel the, the need to get that. I got Tactical Human 2.0. I didn't get the first one. I didn't like it. I got Game is Life because the Extra Life LMS is one of the best guns I have. I mean, it has an Echo Line muzzle that takes you off the map. And I love the Hybrid Scope for the LMS because it's quick and easy 
and you change the burial to the, the Nova, which is, I think, for the, um, the SMG version of it. I'm not really sure what, what, I don't know if it's that or the battle rifle version. I'm not sure. I gotta look at that again. But, really good build. They call it Extra Life. They have a bunch of uh, gaming themes on it. You know, like, get game, game over, press this to start pew 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 you know blah, 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 and um I don't know uh, I, I haven't bought the this recent starter pack I bought desert uh, desert rogue and uh, urban veteran but I don't think I'm gonna buy this other one because it's only 10 bucks and you get some decent builds, but it's just like this colorful ramen theme, and I really love ramen, so I'm, I, I still might buy it, but right now I'm on the side of no, I'm not. And I also got Ballistic Love, because I really wanted a, cross, a crossbow blueprint, and it's one of the only bundles that has uh, one of two skins for the PWC. The uh, vehicle in water, I think that's what it is. And uh, they got this one loading screen, lovers and fighters. Just, it's, I think it's a good uh, b bundle that's like, you know, both uh, like for Valentine's Day, but it also has like, um, like a theme to it that makes sense and it's not like all over the place you know it's it's, it's cool so. um yeah i got the purple jolt because the 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 warzone uh the pro builds for warzone on here are almost mandatory in my eyes you know this is probably the, the closest thing to pay pay to win i've i've seen on this game where when I when I have the heliotrope M4 Pro tuned assault rifle in Warzone, I feel godlike. I'm not even kidding. Especially with this RPK, um, it's called Eminence. It's a it's a crazy blueprint. Like this gun is fucking nuts. Like it has attack barrel, an F-Tech ripper under barrel, high velocity bullets a demo grip and a hybrid scope and this fucking thing tears through everything with how it's tuned you know <clears throat> I mean it's fucking crazy so um there's a couple things I got that I liked for myself which was like uh the Sherlock Lockwood MK2 and then I got the 20 paces F-Tac Recon from Amazon Prime so, you know, those were the, the bundles I got. So, for the party modes, you know, this all for nothing gun game, infected, one in the chamber. One in the chamber is complicated for me because it's really good, but you only got one one bullet, then you gotta run around. No, that's a game mode you do with multiple fucking people, or you'll be bored out of your fucking mind. So, in. Infected is obviously a tradition at this point. It's always a good time. Always talking to randoms. Fucking hilarious. Gun game feels more like a competition, honestly. You're just always competing in gun game. 
it, it, it fucking either ends really quick or it's fucking lasts forever. And all or nothing is cool. You get three lies. It's crazy. It's something new, at least to me. And I enjoy it. Sh- Shipment 24-7 really helped me out with the Ronin challenges. So I really p- appreciate them bringing this back. My, my kids are in the background. <laughs> they they have a spring break, so they're fucking going all out. You know, freaking... So, thank God for shipment. Shoe House is back right now. And I like Shoe House for the most most part. So, really nothing bad to say about Shoe House. I completed Raid Episode 2 completely. I got all the rewards, the veteran reward, and I got the... um, Easter egg blueprint for the cast off called I think it's the smaller cast off it's called the beast maker and I got that blueprint for that I got the triple threat blueprint and I kind of forget what that's for honestly but got that you know some emblems player cards weapon charms and I met a bunch of fucking people let me tell you so that was a good time. Freaking, you had to get these codes from these AI, and we all had to get have the code, and no one could die. And then you had to stay alive and battle everything. And if you died one time, you would lose your card. And then, like, as soon as I was done with that, I was so fucking happy. That shit was annoying. It was so cool when we all just... Because what the guy did was he took the cards by himself, one by one, and put them over there. And I kept on telling people in my squad, like Hawkins, that we could drop the cards, but he, we didn't. Well, I guess we didn't really want to drop the cards. Because we didn't know if we would, if we dropped them, they would just disappear, which it didn't. So that we met up with a guy who just took them around the part, and we just did it that way. And I don't know, man. Um, episode one, it's hard to even get people to do that mission to be honest you know I mean there's you know sometimes I I got people to do it one time and it was a struggle to get them to do that you know so that one's always up in the air for me and you know when it comes to multiplayer maps you know you can really tell when people have a third party advantage or if they're cheating and you can really just tell when people fuck with your game it mainly happens in S and D. it's fucking nuts but we keep on going and you know apparently the, the ricochet cheat is gonna implement an official uh 
banning of all third-party devices so unless you have like a scuff then it's like not gonna work so I feel like and you know if you have a Cronus it's gonna get disabled or permanently ban you so like if the, the ricochet detects a Cronus Max on your fucking game then they will permanently ban your Activision account not they they won't like you know it's just permanently banned for life even if you make another one that one will get banned too so it's like I wish Warface would do that shit and a lot of these fucking people would just act like they fucking oh well uh you know they just be speechless cause you know but you know it feels good to be at a game that actually cares about players that are good instead of catering to a bunch of fucking cheaters and so hopefully this ricochet update really does help because the game needs to come back to the level where competitive integrity is kept to a, a better degree and that's just period I don't care about what people have to say about third party this my my money that you know a lot of people don't even know that like you know they're licensed to a game it's not even theirs they're paying for a license to, to play a product that's only allowed on this console and is being intended to play a certain way and if uh, it's not even allowed for them to be like tampering with it like they are so you know it just is what it is at the end of the day people just out here trying to have a good time while there's like a whole community that was raised to be you know uh, like people who are griefing and annoying and hurting other players any way they can and you know a lot of these people need to realize that's not what these games are intended for but it is what it is so I hope you enjoyed this podcast um there's gonna be a whole season 3 review coming up so be on the lookout for that Make sure to follow on Spotify and I will catch you later.